Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Not Another Sales Guy. In this episode, I'm joined by my guest Mel Yu, and we're going to be talking all around authenticity, one of your greatest strengths. We're going to be discussing about what it means to be authentic, how it can help us in the world of sales, what's the impact when we lose our authentic nature, and how people can ensure that they're staying authentic. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy. Welcome, Mel. How are you doing? I'm really good, thanks. How are you, Chris? Yeah, really well, thanks. Very well. Thanks for uh, awesome. joining me on the latest episode of Another Sales Podcast. No worries. It's a pleasure. All the way yeah. from Australia. So yeah, all the yeah, way. <laughs> um, I think it'd be great by starting, Mel, for the listeners that aren't aware of who you are, just to give them a bit of a background uh, what's your story, really. Yep. Yeah, so... Just, I'll do a 30-second pitch, I suppose. Um, essentially, um, I have an events and branding agency here in Melbourne, Australia. I've been running it for a year and a half now. So we specialise in running private events up to trade shows and exhibitions. And throughout that, we also have a branding element where we really focus on building businesses and building their brands, building powerful brands so that they're ready to launch into the market. I, what else do I have that I do? So amongst that, with the projects that we do, we run Australia's largest streetwear expo. It's known as Ego Expo. And that whole platform was designed, again, to to build, build awareness around small independent online labels down here in Australia. And what it does is it provides a platform for them to connect to their customers face-to-face. So that's probably the most exciting thing that I've got going on in my portfolio. Sounds great. Very busy then. Yes, I do like to keep busy, <laughs> but um, same as you, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So topic of today, authenticity. So what we're going to be talking about is, you know, what is it? How can it help us in the world of sales and in everyday life? How do we ensure we stay mm-hmm. authentic? First of all, what's your interpretation of when you think of the word being authentic? I think the first thing that comes to mind with authenticity is that it's necessary when we're talking about business or talking about our own personal brands. It all comes down to authenticity, doesn't it? We all, Mm. I suppose we all like to say we're authentic. I don't know anyone that really likes to come out and be like, we aren't authentic. I think it's a word that does get thrown around a lot without people knowing the exact meaning of authenticity. So through my experience, I think authenticity is actually, it's a feeling. It's its not something that you can actually put out there and say that that's what you are. It's almost like similar to trustworthy. You don't really go out and yell, I'm trustworthy because people normally run. Yeah. And authenticity, I think, is the same thing. Your customers or your audience, they they don't exactly buy into something that's screaming out authenticity. It's more the way you make customers or people feel. Definitely. Definitely. I think, you know, you touched on a point there. It's something that's thrown around and banded around these days. And I think the negative side of it is sometimes people say, oh, just be yourself, you know, just be you. But that is a a sort of dangerous game sometimes. And what we're not saying, I suppose what we're talking about it today is that you still need a strategy and you still need a set of skills to be successful. But authenticity Mm. needs to be at the heart of it rather than what some people I think, you know, push is just be authentic and the rest will of it will work itself out which of course isn't the case and is setting up people to fail really 
Exactly. No, I couldn't agree more. I mean, especially when you tell someone be more authentic, it what does that even really mean? Like, oh, sorry, be more, be more me. I don't, I don't really know. People do say it's like we want more authenticity in a business. We want more authenticity in a brand, and without breaking that terminology apart, it does leave people quite stuck. And you know, how do you do you or and do more of you? I guess it's with a strategy and things and where people do want more authenticity, it, it does have to be the foundation. I think it does have to be the bread and butter before you build up. Um, that's I think that's the difference between, you know, a good leader and a great leader and that's the difference between a brand that lasts for the test of time and a brand that just comes and goes after a year or two truly because they didn't, I guess they didn't explore their authenticity and their, their why or their purpose to why they even exist was not strong enough and that's where I think authenticity really comes in definitely it, it fundamentally it's about knowing yourself really isn't it it's your actions mm-hmm. and words aligning to your beliefs and, and what you feel really and um, yeah. I think that's what people can really buy into so why do you think you know we've talked about it a little bit there of, of what it is and a couple of points of why it's important but why else and how else can it help us in I suppose the world of sales and everyday life by being authentic and ensuring that that's at the core of us I think authenticity really does really does lead to increase in sales and just everything in business and building brands again. Um, I don't know if you know if your audience knows about the thought leader Simon Sinek, but Simon Sinek is one of um, the greatest thought leaders to do with leadership and you know understanding your why and knowing your why. And he, and if anyone doesn't know him, there's definitely a 2009 TED talk that he he has that really explains the purpose of authenticity and leadership and also this thing called the golden circle. So with the golden circle, he talks about three different circles, one with the outer one being the what and then the middle circle being the how and then the last circle, the the eye of the bullet, I suppose, as being the why. And a lot of employees and a lot of staff in businesses, they – they understand the what, what they have to do, and they understand normally the how, so their unique selling proposition between them and their competitors in the market. But not many business owners and not many visionaries really go and tell their staff or their team about the why, why their businesses exist and what their purpose is and what what, what is it that they stand for. And one of the greatest things that he says and one of his biggest quotes I suppose is that people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it and so when you really break down that sentence and it's about people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it then everything comes back down to authenticity and really comes back down to knowing yourself and knowing the business there's no point in being a salesperson and knowing what to sell and then how to sell it but they're missing the core fundamental of why they're even selling the product or why this product has value to the consumer. Definitely. Definitely. It's such a good point. And I think something that even though people talk again, a lot about it these days is often overlooked when it comes to the, the actual practicality of selling. I, I think as mm. well, once you expose your why and, and tell your story almost of, of what it is, why you're doing what you're doing, that in itself can build trust with your with your customers in the world of sales and you know i think quite often yeah. a lot of people these days sometimes get distracted and think oh you know people need to like me to buy from me but the, the key reason they're buying from you is they trust you and the more you can show yourself and the more you can be yourself and tell your story the more likely they are 
to be able to buy into that. A hundred percent. And I mean, I think it's important for anyone to realize that the world is not your target market. You can't sell to everyone. So what you can do is be true to you, what you offer, and remaining authentic in that. And I mean, in this world and as a younger generation and the millennials, like I'm a millennial myself, so we have been oversaturated and marketed to. So all we do crave is that realness. We crave that transparency. So I think like what you were saying, when you expose yourself, I suppose, to being a little bit vulnerable in what you stand for and why you're standing for it, rather than not you know, hitting every single market, you're actually going to get the real audiences and real people to really buy from you. And that's where the loyalty lies as well. As soon as people understand why you're doing it and we believe in what you believe, then we're going to be, you know, that's where brand loyalty and that's where all that trust comes from. Definitely. Definitely. You make such a good point there about not trying to be everything to everyone. And you you quite often see it with businesses, with with people, with sales, or even even in in general life really when you're trying to be a people pleaser and, and appease everyone mm-hmm. so you don't really have any definition of who you want to be and who you want to be around and that can affect you as well really with authenticity yeah exactly you know they, they do say it's like if you market to everyone then you market to no one and I believe there is some truth in that because if you do try to please everyone then are you are you actually being real? Because then that comes into, your authenticity definitely comes into question because we're all so different. We all have so many different personality traits and, um, you know, hobbies and interests. If you're really, if your brand or your business is fluctuating just to try and meet everyone's needs, then the question of authenticity definitely comes into play. Definitely. And I think one massive benefit as well when when you are ensuring that you're being authentic in what you do and what you say and why you're doing it is that it just feels it feels natural. It's it, it comes naturally. You don't need to overthink things and therefore it just flows and you actually find yourself not even selling sometimes, but just having conversations with people because you come with good intentions. They know your intentions because they can see them and they can buy into them. And it just makes the process a lot smoother rather than trying to be something to someone working out what are they like first before how you react that just overcomplicates it and just isn't a natural way to sell or even to live really yeah exactly i mean if you have to think too hard about authenticity in terms of your pitch and who you are then um that, that's definitely again something that is an alarm bell and should trigger if you're actually being genuine in the reason why you're starting a business there are a lot of businesses that start um purely because they just want to be profitable and those businesses are usually the ones that don't make it past the three-year mark or even less one year because there is no authenticity into why they are trying to build their brand they're doing it because it's um to increasing profits and it's a it's a it's almost a selfish reason and when you're building businesses or you're starting a brand or you're selling someone something normally well it should be is to provide that consumer value it's it's you know that your service is necessary to that customer and that is why you go for the sell and definitely people aren't going to buy into it if you aren't being genuine from the get-go definitely and and also i think when you're when you're authentic it's almost success by design and what i mean by that is if you've as i said earlier got a strategy and a set of skills that go along with it when you are successful you can actually reflect on what made it a success whereas mm. when you're not being authentic you kind of 
don't really understand exactly what it is that you've done personally to affect that that sale or that scenario. Mm, mm. And that authenticity transcends throughout all of time. There's always going to be that underlying message or the foundations, and that's what's going to keep it consistent. I mean, people buy into, for example, airlines. For exa- um, People buy into an airline like Virgin with Richard Branson because of that authenticity and that journey that Richard Branson has taken everyone on. Anyone that knows his story has been has been and like looked at his journey and he's invited people along that journey with him so that his successes and his riches, they they're quite deserving in his success because he has remained authentic in the message and what the value is that he's trying to be. Very similarly, it's like you, you have someone like a budget airline like Ryanair and completely different spectrums of airlines but Ryanair again people are buying into that and people buy that there's an audience for it because they're being authentic in their brand too they're they're known to be a budget airline it's not exactly the service that you're paying you're paying on the price and everything that they market to all the strategies that they do though they still remain authentic to who they are so I think definitely it just comes down to being who you are and not trying to be anyone else. You can be in the same market of airlines, but you can be completely different spectrums and still gain loyalty with your target customer. Absolutely. And I think in this day and age as well, particularly with social media the way it is now, it, there seems to be a, a change over the last year or two of people not wanting to see these polished, finished looks, but they want something a bit more raw and a bit more from the heart. Mm. You know, you see these, I see these um, hashtag random talking videos online of people just being encouraged just to talk and just put it out there first attempt, and just say what's on their mind. And, and people really buy into that. And you see some of these people on social media who are, or even um, in the world of sales or in everyday life who, you know, have made their success just by being them and nothing else. And that's what, people buy into first and foremost and then they'll buy into the bits around it it's a bit like um the example that simon sinek uses around apple Uh, Mm, their success has come from the story because they always start with why they do what they do and Mm -hmm. you know essentially if you broke it down they're very similar to a lot of people around them as you use that example of the airlines but because their story is so different that's what people fundamentally buy into first and then they buy into their products from that and then if you remain authentic, exactly right, that look at these um, big thought leaders. So you're looking at the Steve Jobs, you're looking at the Richard Bransons, and they've all diversified their brands. Virgin came out with um, Virgin Mobile and other Virgin services, um, same as Steve Jobs. Yes, there was an Apple Macintosh computer, and then he went into the phones and then the MP3s and all of the all of the rest. And, again, it comes down to they're, the, they're just the products, they're just the features. But if you look at consistently what they've been doing and how they created that authenticity in their message, it's because they just remained true to who they were and they didn't try to compete against anyone else. Mm, absolutely. So what do you think the impacts are of people not being authentic? Because as you mentioned earlier, I don't think anybody does it intentionally, but sometimes mm. people can lose sight, I suppose, of, of what their authentic nature really is. Yeah. And it is something that you have to continue to come back to. When you continue to come back to your why, I think it keeps you grounded. It keeps you humble. And you're right, people do get lost in it when I guess they have a lot of people that might influence their way of thinking. Your your team starts expanding and other people, you know, different personalities have different needs. But the risk of not being authentic or losing that authenticity is 
really the risk of losing your customers and losing your audience. And I think you find that a lot when people try to change their brand messaging very drastically to try and fit the trends or the market, like the current market needs, that you will find that people will sense that ingenuineness very, very quickly from anything in terms of your social media marketing now to advertising or to the ambassadors that you you have on board. All of this stuff, I think as a customer, we now have so much choice and we are super conscious of being sold to and what brands mean that if you stop being authentic or don't be authentic from the start, there's just a very high risk that you will not gain all of those rewards that you seek. The financial rewards and all that, they're just byproducts of having an authentic message. So the risks are really high and I don't think anyone can really afford to, for their personal brand or company brand, to not be themselves. Definitely. And I think, you know, we can when people do lose sight of that, they lose sight of what they really want or feel as well. And from that, I think you can easily develop a low self-esteem or confidence because if you're feeling like you can't be yourself to be successful yeah. or to get what you want, then you know is that really being true to yourself and therefore you're thinking i need to put a mask on and be someone else for the whole time that i'm actually in my job or in my everyday life really Mm. and i think that's that's definitely more and more evident now with the you know the gateway of social media opening and it's just it's a free-for-all really same as youtube it's a free-for-all you can kind of go in there and dump essentially all this free content and again it comes back to that overexposure so you need to really I think sit within yourself do that self-work self-development self-awareness because that's all going to come that all translates into everything else that you do and we do get lost in it a lot because you can sit down and scroll through explore your own Instagram feed and you find yourself comparing to all these other brands and all these other people and the self-esteem issue can only really affect you though if you haven't done the work on yourself and if you do not know deep down at the core who you are what your purpose is and why your story is uniquely important to the world doing the right thing is the right thing doing you is always going to work out for you because anything else is just not going to it in terms of legacy, in terms of what you want to leave behind in this world, you just can't afford to not be authentic. You just can't afford to be dying in the legacy of someone else's name or someone else's identity. There's only one you in the world, and I say this to all your audiences because it's it's just this is what matters, knowing who you are and what you can give to the world and what you can contribute despite sales and business and everything. This is just life, right? It's there's only one you. Even twins, two identical twins are not the same person. So really, people work so hard to try and beat everyone else when the power is to be you. Absolutely. And yeah, you mentioned it a couple of times um, about not being everything to everyone. And Alan Watts does a a great talk on this uh, where he talks about, you know, be be aligned to what you really want to do and why you want to do it and and naturally the world will gravitate towards that if you show that you have passion for it and that you're you're enjoying it and you're doing it for the right reasons and good intentions don't worry yeah. about you know is there a market there for it or this that and the other is do what you love do it well show your passion for it and eventually you will create a need or a market around that as well 
Exactly right. I mean, as soon as you start there with the good intent, it really does. Once you choose to take that leap and that first step, the rest just unfolds. Once you're in flow with who you're meant to be, the rest just works out for you. It's it's like, for example, how you and I met, Chris. It's you've reached out on Instagram. That's the world we're in now where you're from, you can be from the UK and I'm from Australia and you can reach out in a direct message via Instagram because you you were able to see an authentic brand being built. And I think even as I speak about this, I, I literally feel my voice going a bit faster, my voice getting a little bit louder because I'm truly, truly passionate in this to the core of who I am. This is what I believe in, in everyone should be building authentic brands and having an authentic key message, whatever that may be. I, don't, I might not necessarily be the target audience, but if you're passionate about it, you can guarantee that other people will buy into that passion and other people will see that passion. If you're crazy in love about cats, go do a cat vlog. If you're crazy in, in love about, you know, cooking, start your own cooking YouTube channel. If you love to write, get creative and just write here, there, everywhere on a pen and paper, typing it up, type it on Medium. There's just there's so many avenues now that you can't afford to not lead with passion. Just went on a bit of a rant there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so, so true though. Um, and you mentioned before that, you know, being more self-aware. And I think, um, you know, for the, for the listeners, people listening to this episode and thinking, you know, not necessarily I'm not being authentic, but how do I ensure I stay more authentic? I think, you know, increasing mm-hmm. self-awareness is one of those those key points is are you aligned? How do you feel about situations? Um, what do you know to be true and what are your strengths and how do you showcase them? What mm. else do you think people can can do or practice to help ensure they're staying authentic or just be mindful of? Yeah. And as you as you said that as well, like I think a few things came to mind is gosh, it's it's easier said than done when, you know, self-awareness, it's easy when you know yourself, but to any listeners and audience that might be trying to get some inspiration out there on trying to find themselves, it's often a very difficult place to start. So I always say to those who are on that journey and are searching and we're constantly in that self-discovery but it's always you don't need to know everything you don't need to exactly be an expert in anything you don't even need to know what exactly your purpose is or how to be authentic why not go and try everything so taste every opportunity try in every industry work you know thousands of different jobs because in knowing what you don't want is how you're going to find what you do want and what aligns with you. In the core of your gut and your being, you're going to know what sits well with you and what doesn't. But you're not going to know unless you take up that opportunity and you at least go and try. Like I worked, I've worked in so many different industries before I sort of fell into events and I could only know that that was what aligned with me or that was where my skill set was if I – you know, I had to work in hospitality, I had to work in cleaning, I had to work in different restaurants and retail. I almost had to taste everything and go, nah, that's so not for me. Like, I hate that. I appreciate it, appreciate the experience, but that's not where my passion lives. So I think that's that's the best thing I can give to um, listeners in terms of trying to find that journey or trying to find self-awareness and how to be, how to be a a stronger you or finding that intent is to taste everything and you'll know what you don't want that will lead you to what you do want yeah and I think what links to that as well is is kind of accepting that there's no such thing as perfect 
and mm. you are going to make mistakes along the way, but they can be seen, as you said, as a, as a learning curve when you, you learn as much about yourself when you find something you don't like as much as when you do. Um, mm. And I think, you know, when people feel like there needs to always be a perfect scenario within whether they're selling or whether they're going about their everyday life, that's when they lose sight of their authenticity because they start trying to be, as we've said, everything to everyone. Whereas if you're more of a, the mindset of, I'm just going to be myself and if it works it works if it doesn't it's not for me because nothing's perfect and there's going to be mm-hmm. stuff that comes up that I won't be able to deal with at the time mm. and anyone that takes any like the, all the journeys all the walks all the paths of the greats it's never everything was perfect and shiny and you know it was a very linear graph and I just walked the walk and everything was perfect and things parted for me and just worked well it's never the case it's never ever the journey the journey to any sort of achievement or success is always like man I was here and then I was there and I like did a 180 and went backwards I walked a few steps to the left and um you know I just got lost in that journey and that whole process I think documenting that whole process is how you do remain authentic you kind of put out you put out there that it's like I'm human I make mistakes I give myself permission to make mistakes and to learn and you'll find that people are going to gravitate towards that because a hundred times out of a hundred times they're going to agree with that because they've experienced that human thing too which is human error we all make mistakes it's what makes us kind of awkwardly beautiful definitely I think you know when you just mentioned there around people gravitating towards it. Another key thing to, I think anyway, to ensure you're staying authentic is surrounding yourself with the right kind of people and environment that makes you feel comfortable at being yourself. And whether mm-hmm. that's your close group of friends, or also as you mentioned, the types of customers that you want to bring into the business or attract, it's about thinking: who do I spend my time with, and do I feel comfortable being myself? And if I don't, then I need to change that because that, especially that inner circle, that environment. That's where I should feel most comfortable and be able to talk about my passion without feeling like I need to be something else. Yeah, exactly right. If you find yourself not not being able to share your passions and all that positive energy and all the stuff we do gravitate towards, if you find that you're being shut down or no one really cares about what your hopes and dreams are, get a new circle like I can't stress that enough it's you you cannot bloom you cannot flourish and you cannot blossom if you're around that negative energy I've been there before I've done it I've worked in a lot of circles where they were soul sucking you know every conversation that you have you should walk away feeling empowered and encouraged to do better and to be a better you like life is just too short to not be around people that are going to inspire you and to lift you up and to grow you to the person that you want to be get a new circle otherwise completely agree with that completely and I think another point as well which we've I think this all relates to it but to to stay stay authentic is essentially just to live in the moment really just be mindful Mm -hmm. think too much about the past and not think too ahead of the future but just be present i mean i did a um mindfulness workshop at work this week and i've been, been sort of reading up about it in the last sort of few months and trying to be more mindful and it's really helped just sort of put put a sort of perspective on you know who i am ensure that i'm coming across with my intentions and match to um what i believe in and it i think people too often are thinking oh but what happened before what's going to happen in the future about actually living living life really and just living in the moment 
Exactly. And it's, it's just, it is, it's conscious work. It's actual, you have to do the work, just like physical health, when you have to go to the gym and you have to eat well, all these stuff that we place so much emphasis on physical health. I think only now are we starting to reach this, oh, we actually have to do the work for mental health too. We actually have to do the work for mindfulness and mental, um, you know, mental well-being and positive thinking and all of that sort of stuff that comes into self-awareness and self-development. I think we are slowly getting there. We are becoming a more conscious community and there is a sense of awakening without sounding too spiritual. But it's constant work and it's constant progress. And I think when we talk about authenticity, we talk about all these other topics, we kind of become to realise, yeah, they're actually all interrelated. You need all of them for the full circle to be achieved. You do need self-awareness. You do need mindfulness. You do need authenticity. All of this stuff that is super important but we weren't necessarily taught at school, I think it's really, really exciting time that we're able now to have access to these podcasts or these learnings on YouTube or these books from great thought leaders. I think it's it, it's all meshing into one and it all comes down to having a true authentic brand. Like who are you? Because if you don't know who you are, how am I meant to know who you are? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And on that topic, Mel, of who are you, um, it, it'd be good now just to understand a bit more about, about you. I know you gave us a bit of a, an elevator story at the start of, you and your your businesses that you run and on the topic of you mentioned Simon Sinek earlier around the golden circle what would you say your why is or a couple of why's of what you do sure I guess and that's I'm glad you asked that actually because I do often with these sort of keynotes or business talks or um podcasts I often kind of I actually fall into sort of my what and the hows quite easily when we talk about elevator pitches it's like okay what are my achievements what have I done and then it's like I never really kind of start off with why actually I know my why my why comes down from a super significant and traumatic loss in my life I was with my partner for six years and on January 13th 2014 he actually killed himself in our family home where I found him in the garage. So I can talk about it now and I can advocate for it now in terms of suicide prevention, suicide awareness and mental health because I've kind of gone through that whole journey of self-awareness and self-development and asking questions to the universe at 23 years of age back when um, in 2014 at 23 I had to ask myself these questions of what is my purpose here and what is the point and is life really worth living? And these are sort of probably trigger questions that people don't ask until later in life, but certain things happen in life, certain traumas and experiences shape our lives, each individual life. Every single one of us has struggles and I think it's important to come to that and kind of go, okay, use those and channel it into your purpose. So my why for a lot of things that I do now, building businesses, providing value on um, keynote speeches and conferences and podcasts like this, everything sort of comes back down to that why, which is making sure that people, one, aren't dying before their time, and two, that no one should actually feel so alone and want to not be here when 
they just they want to be everyone else but themselves and I think that's a real tragedy so anything that I do even in my personal branding my company branding it's about acceptance it's about resilience and it's about showcasing those individual stories and those individual whys and I talked about the expo that I ran um, that is one of my main projects that my company runs and again that comes to going okay you're a brand you have a um, online label Let's show the customers why it is that you exist. There's no point having a brand, again, if you don't know the purpose of your sole company's vision and mission. And I think my my being now is just to help people build those strategies around that and talk about the real stuff, be really real, be really raw in, in, I guess, me offering a bit of vulnerability up and sharing my story on all my platforms. It's been received tenfold by people opening up and engaging. And that's how I guess I've really built a strong brand. It's through that significant loss. And yeah, that's that's my why. My why is to live a full life on my behalf and his behalf and to showcase that there, I guess there is sun and there is rainbows and there is light after that dark storm. Mm. Thanks very much for sharing that. Um, you can tell even from when you're talking about it, that is a that is a clear why as, as to everything else that you do and obviously everything that we've talked about on this podcast. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you go. Um, you mentioned uh, around building building a strong brand or brands that you've done already. How do you go about personally setting your goals and some practicality around it to ensure that you've got that strategy and you've built that, you're building that strong brand. It, it comes down to what is my intent. So especially in terms of personal branding and, and even company branding, but it com- just making sure that every content piece that you deliver and everything that you put out into the world, you have a market, you have an audience, you have people watching. So it's always questioning What's my intent behind this? And is it, is it a good intent? And is this valuable and is this helpful to, to my community? So I think I did that quite organically because, again, it comes down to I know who I am, I know why I do what I do, and I know how to do it. And that naturally resonated with a lot of my audience. And then people start referring, people start um I guess spreading that outer circle and that circle of influence just gets larger and larger, especially now with Instagram and Facebook, your circle of influence is potentially global. So your voice can now impact thousands and thousands of people and then in turn their circle of influence. So the strategy behind it, it really does come to being conscious of what you're posting. Is it aligned with your brand? Is this what you want to show to the world because that's essentially what it is isn't it when you when you're posting things or when you're writing a piece of um, writing or taking a photo or doing a video all of that one would hope that it's to showcase who you are so I think it's just being really conscious of that having an intent behind every post people are quite careless I think when they don't have that self-awareness you'll find people doing you know they might write for example their Instagram bio or something and they have a have a random quote and then you look on their page and then it's got you know a bit of their pets and then they're posting their food and 
then there's just another random quote. <laughs> but I think people can get really confused at their own brand or their own intent behind who they want to showcase. So they're just kind of posting a bit of mismatch of everything and that doesn't necessarily work. Definitely. Definitely. And um, I suppose it, uh, this comes from, you, from your why of what you talked about already, but other than that, is there anywhere else where you get your inspiration from or any individuals at all? I I think I think I like to read a lot. I think knowledge is power. Knowledge is power when executed as well. So I I learn from a lot of people. I learn in these podcasts about myself. I reach out to a lot of different influencers and thought leaders that I feel have the same core values as me. Definitely, we've mentioned Simon Sinek a bit, but Simon Sinek, Elon Musk, Richard Branson, Michelle Obama, really these huge thought leaders that have um, been able to, I guess, shift a movement and a culture. These are the people that really inspire me because you look back at sort of research and all the different thought leaders and you look at the, the greats of the greats, Nelson Mandela, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, all these names would at least ring a bell to anyone's ears because they made an impact and they made a difference. So I like to look back on their achievements and I like to not reinvent the wheel and I'd rather just appreciate and walk in line of these greats, I suppose, and then adding that authenticity to it because, again, not everything's going to be applicable. There was um, what Nelson Mandela did. I don't think I need to go 27 years of being in prison to deliver my powerful message. But, yeah, taking taking these different experiences and then applying it to my own that shapes my belief and my values. And I think it's important to always keep upskilling, keep learning, um, sharing different, you know, going and listening to random different podcasts or getting a book re- referral or recommendation from a friend. All these different things are really, really important because it actually rewires your brain into thinking a different way. Absolutely. I think, you know, some people can get caught in the trap of thinking sometimes, so I know everything I need to know. Or in the world of sales, people think, and I've done this for 20 or 30 years, you know, I know what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in roles before and seen people who on their first first week in a job can teach somebody who's been there for 20 years, but they need to have that that right kind of mindset, as you say, as to I'm I'm a I'm a work in progress and I'm I'm never finished. I can be um happy and content with what I've got, but I always feel like I need to strive to learn more, really. Mm. And another, I'm pulling out all these random quotes in this podcast, but another quote is, if you're the smartest in the room, you're in the wrong room. You know, I don't, I'm not sure who says that, but it's, it is. It's that beginner's mindset. It's that I'm, I'm always a student of life. I'm here to learn. And, you know, the ones that are, have been in sales for 20 to 30 years and they've still got the same strategies. The thing is, and the reality is that those rules just don't apply now. Technology advancements, glo- like our global social changes, there has been so much progression in the world that your your core strategies might might be still valid in some way. But if you're not, if you're not, what's that word? If you're not evolving, then you're going to be left behind. And I think it's always important to. Realize that you can take a golden nugget or you can learn just one piece of information from one human interaction. And again, it shifts your courses. So be, being open-minded is, is it's super important and very, 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 fun, like 
fundamentally it, it's what's going to drive your success in your business and what your team's going to going to really take value from and that's it's that learning mindset it's that beginner's mindset mm, definitely and another than being open-minded and this isn't just related to the topic we're talking about today of authenticity do you have any other bits of advice or tips for the listeners that that you use that have um contributed towards your success um what other yeah it really does come down to being having a conscious conscious thinking and conscious intent behind who you are go on that go on that messy beautiful journey of appreciating those losses and those victories and whatever scars that you may have and whatever upbringing that may have been seemingly unfair I think embracing all of that and kind of not seeing those as negatives what we touched on really earlier on about being lessons everything's either a blessing or it's a lesson but there's something that you can take out of it the whole the whole purpose, though, of life is to keep progressing and moving forward and just don't give up. If you really have a key message and if you truly are authentic in that and you believe in something, stick to it. Stand by it. Even if it takes you years and years to get other people on board, if you stay true to that brand, it will come. 100% the universe will reach out and give you what you need at the time that you need it. I think it's just important to have that belief and the rest will follow. It's a great, a great, a great message. And um, do you know what, Mel, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. It's been great talking to you about obviously your story, first of all, and you know a bit of what has made you successful so far, but also for the listeners as well. Um, what we mean by authenticity, you know, how it can help us and how sometimes we can get a bit misaligned with, with being authentic. So, so thanks for your, your time and your insights today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much, Chris. I really, really do appreciate it. And um, just a quick plug, if anyone wants to find me on my personal brand, which is how I built that authenticity branding, it's just at Malleyu, M-E-L-L-I-E-Y-U. And that's it. That's where you'll find me on Instagram. Great. Go and check Mel out, everyone. And um, thanks for listening. And stay tuned for the next episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. As Mel mentioned, if you want to follow her, you can find her via that handle and also all the other businesses that she's involved in at the moment. If you want to find me, you can look me up on Instagram. It's Not Another Sales Guy with an underscore in between each of those words or on LinkedIn through Chris Hatfield. But until next time, stay tuned for another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast.